First up on the program today is a Northern Territory Masters Athlete of the Year, a one-time assistant coach for Sydney Kings and currently the coach of Palmerston Women's League team. Let's give a resounding welcome to Stephen McGugan. Hello, Steve. <laughs> Hello, Hello. Well, mate. Listening to that, I'm I'm ready to go to sleep. I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about me, who's saying it, man? I had to cut that short, by the way. <laughs> man, a very impressive resume, man. I'm decked out. Mouthwatering resume you got. You know, tell us how did this journey begin for you, and how did you get into sports and basketball in particular? My my brother actually got me into basketball uh, way back as a, a schoolboy, and in those days, it was the you know it was one of the four sports you played. You, you played your uh, your cricket in the summer and your rugby in the winter and, and you'd do uh, athletics in between seasons and then sometimes you'd play a rugby league on the on the Sunday. So, you know, that was life for us when we grew up. And I don't think it's much different for a lot of the NT kids these days either. Now, give us give us some interesting insight into your time with the Sydney Kings. Honestly, that, that, I'm eager to hear some of that. And what a great <laughs> experience it must have been for you. Yeah, it was. Uh, look, that was in those days, they were the halcyon days, but I do believe they've come back. I think that the product of the Australian and National Basketball League now is is just sensational. Absolutely. But but in you know those days we were we were prime time live TV on the commercial channel. <laughs> we were playing in front of capacity crowds in, in what was the Sydney Entertainment Centre, which has unfortunately been pulled down. That's the that's what happens when you <laughs> when things develop. Right. But, um, you know, my memories for there, I mean, working with such great players as um, Dwayne McLean, uh, Steve Carfino, Brad Dalton, Mark Dalton, Damien Keogh. You know, while I was an assistant coach, I, you know, you just can't help but learn from uh, from great players like that and to be involved at a, at a national level. And then after your sporting days, you developed into this coaching mastermind, you know, with, <laughs> with skills and the rewards definitely came as you became the director of coaching for basketball, Lancy. Now, tell us about some of the great results you achieved and talk us to some of your major fits and most memorable moments during that time? Well, look, to be fair, I have to say that I worked with other really good coaches here in here in the Northern Territory. I first came to the Territory in 1987, got a, a phone call from the legendary Jeff Larson, who still still helps out the DBA, yep. and he said that there was a job going with a, a sport and recreation, and he thought that I should, should put my hand up. So I came up for an interview and was, um, you know, was impressed at the possibilities. They were very different days. Yep. I mean, uh, you know, in those days we had uh, radio phone calls out to the communities, yep. and uh, we had TAA and ANSET airlines flying. <laughs> you know, they were very, very different days, but they were fantastic times. The program that we ran at that time, I would spend a, a month at a time, three times a year down in Alice Springs. I, I used to get out to the communities. I'd go to all the all of the uh, major centres in, in the Northern Territory. And at that stage, we were really lucky to have a kid from every town and a coach from every town involved in our state development program. We used to run um, a week-long camps where we'd bring the kids from Alice Springs and Tennant Creek into Darwin or the Darwin kids down to Alice Springs. We'd just wow. sleep on the floor of the stadiums and train you know, train and play at night. We'd, we'd do individual skill sessions and then break down drills and then we'd play at night time. And, and in those days, we used to play at the Australian Country Championships and from that Tony Gablish was one of the players who went on she was the first NT to um, to go to the Australian Institute of Sport really skillful player and uh, Timmy Duggan was around in those times and you know he, he then he followed me down to Sydney uh, I was lucky enough to get him and another kid named Kuda Rowe Kevin Rowe uh, down to Sydney we had them boarded in uh, high school down there for, for Timmy uh, I mean you've seen him you've seen him play you've seen him coach he's, he's, he's an absolute legend another of, incredible legend 
legend we have up in, up north here. And um, yes, currently yes. you could Palmerston League women. Despite being out last season, um, what are your expectations for this season and the future? Well, it's very much a foundation year. We've got a lot of young kids playing uh, who, who also play in the under-23, the junior league competition. It's a quite a step up to the, the league competition for them. But I'm really impressed with how they're embracing the, the work. Their fitness and their skill level is improving. We've got a ways to go. But while we're losing games, look, I'm really pleased with the efforts. And I know uh, we will be successful. It might take a couple of years. But, you know, we're, we're laying a foundation for the actual, for the club, so that kids can see there is a pathway for for them and we really you know we want to embrace the Palmerston area and make them embrace us too that's some amazing stuff and the last three years has seen you taking the Darwin High School students to Malaysia and um, in invitational tournaments with a great deal of success and uh, this year you're off to China um, tell us what this has been for you and um, what are you looking forward to the most Look, well first of all it started yeah, as you say three years ago we went to uh, Malaysia with, with, um, with no real expectation and um, when we got there we found there were eight different countries represented and we kept, you know, we watched the, the first few games and they're all playing full court, in your face, defense. And we thought, Jesus, this is going to be tough. And um, <laughs> That's Asian basketball we, for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, we, uh, I was very fortunate to have some exceptionally good players, a mm. couple of very outstanding players yeah. and some really good role models and some really good athletes. In that tournament, we ended up playing the national team of Macau in the final. Wow. And, and beat them. Uh, we were, you know, we we, we, we didn't expect to, but uh, it was just, it was really exciting. I've coached for 50 years, and I reckon that week of, of coaching was, uh, you know, the most fulfilling time I've actually had as a coach, and the kids were just phenomenal. Yeah, we've been back there a couple, a couple of times since, played a team from Toronto, a representative team from Toronto in the, the final, the second year, went down to them, and then last year we went back, we, we won comfortably. So we got an invitation this year to go to a tournament in China, but unfortunately it's been cancelled. But having put things in place, we've now organised to play some invitational games in Shantou, where an old colleague of mine from the Sydney Kings, Billy Tomlinson, who was uh, the coach of the Sydney Flames and then was an an assistant coach from the Sydney Kings, he's now coaching at the university there. So we will be be his guest and playing... um, uh, a few invitational games there. That's a bit of a five-star treatment for you guys over there. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. That, that'll be, the kids will love it. I'm sure it'll be an incredible experience for you and the kids and the team, of course. What what do you suggest is the reason, just as you said, it's, it's a small town, you know, it's a small pool of players. What do you suggest is, as the reason why the NT has not produced more NBL and high-caliber type players, you know, who, that we could see playing down south or in the NBL? Well, we have produced them over the years. We've got Abbey Cabillo now in that in that level. We've got to remember we're a small population, but probably our kids um, need to learn to work individually. They need to maybe a, just a sign of the times that um, you know with the mobile phones and everything else. But kids seem that they go to practice and that's it. You've got to be. You've got to put in that extra time. You've got to play at the game. You've got to um, you know you've got to shoot the basketball in your time. You've got to uh, play with your mates so you get you get the move. You've got to watch it with intent and then. Mm. You know, try and mimic your, your heroes. We've got kids doing that, but generally I don't see that as much as what kids used to do. Honestly, I, I agree with you 100%. I think the culture is just different. You know, um, the enthusiasm to get better on your own isn't really there anymore. I mean, a few kids have it. I'm not going to 
learn a lot because I see a lot of kids who are hungry and have the passion <laughs> to learn, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but it's, it's just not there as it used to before, you know. Now, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about 3 and 3 basketball and what you think of it. And do you think this could be a way to go in that re- regard? I'm probably not the person to ask. I honestly, being pushed as an, an entertainment, I think it's a great tool to develop playing a 5 on 5. Personally, I prefer a 5 on 5 game. I think getting up and down the court has a dimension that um, the 3 on 3 doesn't have. I just jack it up and beat it up. But certainly, people seem to enjoy it. I believe that it went, I, I was out of town, it was on here, but I believe that went really well and they had a lot of spectators. So, mm. you know, it must be a good product. It's in the Olympic Games, so being in the Olympic Games, it's got a future. I I think it's a great. I think it's a great tool to learn how to play the five on five game. Yeah, it definitely is because most of us grew up playing half court street ball basketball. You know, and um, that's how yes. we we developed into being able to do everything on the basketball court. Um, just what are you doing these days when you're not coaching? When we didn't have a league team uh, playing last comp, I was actually approached to to fill in as an inter, the interim chairperson for the Palmerston and Regional the Rural Basketball Association, and I took that on as an interim role. But I'm so impressed with uh, what uh, what we do that I've now taken on the, the role of the chairperson. So that's now taking up a fair whack of my time. I'm very lucky that we have really good people as volunteers and employees. But uh, as an organisation, we, we run um, a youth drop-in sport and we're running basketball programs. It's different. You know, the... That there's not the rehabilitation group, the kids. They run eight-week competitions. They go on and off the court. There's not the, the, the strict rules that are, are, are present with the Darwin Basketball Association, which I enjoy also. But we're, we're just catering for a level of kids who just want to enjoy playing the game with no high aspirations to... Uh, to go above and beyond. They're all being coached together and it's it's, it's a really exciting thing to be involved with. Yeah, you know, I, must, I, I must definitely commend Papa for what you've been doing. You've done a lot of um, rural and, and of course city development and growth with, with a lot of the at-risk kids. You know, I've, I've been involved with some of your streetball tournaments and all that, you know, and it's, it's been beautiful. I love what you guys are doing. Please keep the flag flying high, shining, okay. shining that light bright. Lastly, before I let you off, yep. what legendary piece of advice could you have or lend to the young ones out there who want want to follow their dreams or chase their dreams just like you did? Look, I think um, it's the same as work. Find your passion and then whatever you do, it's never work. Sport, you've got to um, you've got to have time management. You've got to have, you've got to set your goals, but you've got to play at it. Have fun. You know, I was lucky to get to grow up in the days where we played backyard cricket and that's where we, we got a lot of our great Australian cricket players. And, and I think in all sports, that's what you, to be really good at it, play at it, <laughs> enjoy it. Beautiful. Yeah. Find your passion and whatever you do, it's never work. Most importantly, have fun with it. Beautiful uh-huh. words from Steve McGugan there, of course. Thank you very much for coming on the show, Steve. We definitely are delighted to have you on. My pleasure. Thank you very much. Steve McGugan, right there, former assistant coach of the Sydney Kings in the National Basketball League. Coming up next, Alicia O'Brien telling us about her dance performance on the big stage. And later, Daniel Kajushik tells us an inside secret about Australian basketball legend Shane Hill. Stay right there with Show Me What You Got, only on 1041 Territory FM.